Artistic work done with expertise can appear simple to those who are unaware of all the effort it actually took to reach that point. Simplicity does not equate simplistic. Hello, and welcome to episode number two of The Contemplative Creative, a bi-weekly audio podcast tackling the deeper issues of modern photography, art, and today's creative landscape. The goal? Uncovering insights to live more intentional lives as creative professionals and hobbyists, or even just as responsible human beings. My name is David Quiring, and I will be your host. This week, I would like to talk about the illusion of simplicity. Life is complicated and oftentimes messy, and so can be art. However, if we look at the masters in any artistic form, there tends to be a clean simpleness to their work, a refined vision communicated in a more focused way. Good art takes something that is complicated and distills it down to something simpler, clearer, and more communicative. We make statements with clarity, choosing to leave out distracting and unnecessary elements that we can't leave out in everyday life. In these choices lies great artistic power. Let me paint a picture for you in the world of photography. (laughs) Pun intended. Photography is often said to be the art of exclusion. In a photojournalistic scenario where you are a fly on the wall of an everyday situation with your camera, if it were all about inclusivity, we could simply reach into our camera bag, grab the widest lens we have, and try to fit as much into the frame as we possibly can. But this is lazy, not to mention ineffective at creating engaging photographs. More is not always better. Uh, Unless you're a part of some fringe exception, as always, like creating the next Where's Waldo book. (laughs) In that case, you'd want to use your knowledge of how people process visual information to actually confuse them with excessive and repetitive details. But aside from these fringe cases, (laughs) everything including everything in something visual, will just confuse whoever is trying to look at it. To effectively communicate through our art, we have to be careful not to ramble, whether in words, physical gesture, or in this case, visual presentation. Given all that is going on in a scene, the photographer has to choose what to include within the frame and how to present the elements in relation to each other. In more controlled settings, this careful exclusion is even more evident. Several years ago, I went through a phase in my own photography where I used a lot of external strobes to manipulate light and create unique portraits, both in the studio and out in the field. And by field, I mean old buildings, parkades, and maybe even an actual field since I do live on the prairies. The resulting photos that I created, well, in the best cases, they were pretty striking, but to the general person looking at them, they appear pretty simple and clean. The reality is, though, that there was a lot of work that went into creating something that could be labeled as simple in this case. 
at that time in my life, I was an active community member on the popular photography website Flickr. The audience there being largely made up of fellow artists, I tended to receive a lot of questions from curious colleagues on the how behind these portraits. Later, I did get into leading lighting workshops in part because of this interest. But to begin, I started to share behind-the-scenes looks for each of the lighting setups that I would make. Uh, I would go through with a shoot, 100% focused on dancing with the moment and getting the shot I was looking for. But once that shot was on my memory card, I'd take a step back, um, take a wide photo of the setup to share with my colleagues before disassembling it all. It showed the assistants, the light stands, strobe positioning... Uh, light modifiers, reflectors, the location, essentially showing all the ingredients behind what ends up looking as a simple-looking portrait. I haven't done this in a while, since my style has shifted to be more photojournalistic, and now I dominantly use, but also still manipulate, available light. But I did go ahead and include such a portrait and behind-the-scenes view on the Contemplative Creative website if you'd like to take a peek. I think it illustrates the point well. Again, that's over at www.contemplativecreative.com. There will be a post for this episode with some show notes, and those photos will be right over there. And that behind-the-scenes view, while it does show a lot more than just the final product, what it shows is still only external. I did include my flash settings and a few technical details on there, but it doesn't really get at the heart of the reasoning why I made those choices. It doesn't show the years of study and experimentation in my apartment that went into learning how to subtly control and capture light, never mind working with the inevitable unknown variables, such as the wind picking up and picking up both the model's hair and blowing it where I didn't want it, as well as maybe even a lighting umbrella and dropping a light stand off of a parkade or something. True stories. <laughs> it also doesn't show the model's preparation or the hurdles cleared to get everyone together at that particular moment in that particular place. There can often be a lot of red tape and organization required there. What I'm getting at in sharing all these details is that life is complicated and art is no exception. The difference is that artists are very good at refining their work and creating the illusion of simplicity to communicate clearly. Just because something comes across as simple, do not mistakenly assume it as simplistic. You are not the only one who works hard at your art. In other modalities, such as writing, music, and painting, you are creating something from scratch, and these choices of inclusion are more um, inevitable in the act of creating. You can't unconsciously include something from nothing. It has to come from intention. Every word, every note, and every stroke is carefully considered, as well as the pace and spacing in between them. The masters of all of these artistic modalities create work that has a smooth flow and a simplicity to it, but the creation of which was anything but simplistic. So what can we take away from all of this? With time spent practicing our art, 
we will hone our eye and refine our vision. As our vision becomes clearer, so will the statements we make with our art, simplifying in a very good way. The experts, they are masters of this because of the time and practice they have already put in. And you can be too, but it will take time and practice. Conversely, and this is more related with the consumption of art, we should be wise in any judgment or criticism we have regarding others' work. Understanding that they are human just like all of us and that their work is the product of their effort and practice. Despite apparent simplicity, they did not create with the vision they have now the first time that they worked with their tool set, and neither should you expect that of yourself. Do not fall into jealousy or despair when comparing your work with others. Instead, be inspired by the visionary work of others and let it be motivation for you to continue practicing with your own tools on the ongoing path of refining your own art. In studying the work of artists we admire, we can learn a lot in asking ourselves how they did it. How is this lit? How does my eye travel through this visual medium? How is this storyteller so effective at keeping me interested and engaged? And so on and so on. What you see as a final product is only the tip of the iceberg, so to speak. Below the surface is a mountain of knowledge and experience, without which that bit that is visible at the top does not exist. And I'll leave it at that for now. To keep these episodes short, on point, and digestible for you. I hope that some of the meat of this discussion resonated with you where you're at, and that you can integrate it in your own creative process in some way. Now on to some podcast updates. I have some exciting news regarding our first support option for the podcast, and that is an app called IdeaSpark. It's an app I actually was a partner in developing, and I'm happy to be working with them again. The folks over there are pledging to give all of the app's proceeds for the months of May, June, and July to support Contemplative Creative. Now, what is IdeaSpark, you ask? Well, simply put, it's a tool that fits into your pocket on your phone, and it's there to help you get out of creative ruts by suggesting new ideas. With it, you can select contexts and themes based on a general idea of what you're looking for. Things like light characteristics, emotions, texture, color, and lots more to customize and generate quirky little phrases like a feeling that is unraveling or a texture that is enchanted. Weird little things, but they're sparks. Sparks for you to do something else with, to create something incredible and entirely your own. There's already over 85,000 unique phrases and ideas on it, and that's just continuing to grow. So if you're feeling uninspired and you're not sure where to start, or you're doing a daily art project and running a bit low on ideas, or maybe you're trying an altogether new art form and simply need some lighthearted ideas to experiment with on it, Maybe this app has a place in your life. It runs for about $1.99 or so, depending on the country which you call home. And like I said, for the next three months, your purchase will support this podcast. It costs less than a cup of coffee, supports you and your art, 
and also supports the creative discussion over here. That's a pretty great win-win situation all around, I think. Check out our support page over at www.contemplativecreative.com, where we'll link to the IdeaSpark website. Or you can search for it on the iTunes iOS store. IdeaSpark. Stimulate your creativity. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please don't hesitate to get in touch via the contact form on our website. I'd love to hear from you. So with that, I invite you to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher now, or however you get your podcasts. And continue to join me every other Tuesday in taking a philosophical deep dive into the life creative. Thanks for listening. Artistic work done with expertise can appear simple to those who are unaware of all the effort it actually took to reach that point. Simplicity does not equate simplistic.